You're listening to Fresh Ideas for Teaching. Hi, everyone. This is Walter. The Fresh Ideas for Teaching podcast is presented by Savas Learning Company. Welcome to our Moving Learning Forward series, where we'll be exploring the latest trends in the world of education and talking to experts who can offer the latest insights on personalized learning, student engagement, and maximizing your educational technology. In today's episode, we'll be exploring learning management systems, better known as LMS, and how they've evolved from a relatively niche piece of software to what's now a critical piece of a school district's infrastructure. We'll also be uncovering how learning management systems are pushing the boundaries of what educators can achieve in the classroom. I'm here with my colleague, Todd Kofer, Senior Platform Manager at Savvis Learning. Todd, it's so great you could join me today. Thanks for having me, Walter. It's great to be here. Todd, in the midst of the pandemic, educators and students were really all thrust into their laptops and desktop screens, and everyone essentially had a crash course suddenly in navigating their school's learning management systems, trying to do the best they could with what they had. And to me, it was really quite striking how the learning management system relatively overnight became one of the most essential tools for school districts. But LMS haven't always been as sophisticated as they are today. I wonder if you could tell me how the learning management system has sort of evolved over the years. Sure. So the early learning management systems had their origin story deeply rooted in the early days of e-learning. And I'd consider that the the 90s. Uh, But you can trace their history all the way back to the early 1900s. I believe 1924 was when Sidney Pressey invented the first teaching machine. And I actually encourage the listeners to Google what that machine actually looked like to get a picture of just how far we've come technologically over the past year, 100 years or so. Uh, and also, you know, just how ahead of its time it was. Uh, you know, the modern day LMS, as we know it, is rooted in higher education, where at the turn of the millennium, universities started to find themselves needing a software solution to assist with the management and the facilitation of classroom activities. And since then, the LMS has moved into the K-12 school market, which has similar but different challenges than college campuses. So that progression from university learning management systems now over to K-12 schools, that's an interesting one because the features and capabilities for what satisfies a college, I assume, don't necessarily translate into what a K-12 school needs. Um, Now, most major publishers have their own proprietary learning management systems that have focused on the specific needs of K-12 schools. Um, can you help me paint a picture of that transformation and what we could probably call the modern day K-12 publisher LMS? So yeah, before the publisher LMS, all the digital resources for a textbook were found on a CD-ROM inside the back cover, which stored all the digital components of a curricular program. Understandably though, there were many limitations in that model since the CD-ROM had very limited assessment capabilities to gauge learning and really no connection to any other school systems. And so since then, technology and the world around us, right, has changed. And in 2014, we launched Realize, we we call it Status Realize, uh, to bring all of our content assessments and reports to the cloud. And more importantly, connect those systems that schools use every day to monitor progress and performance. That centralization of of all the K-12 content and assessments and reporting, it seems like a key distinction. How would you say combining that content and technology into a single LMS um, helps in the classroom? 
Yeah. So, you know, let me use the Apple metaphor for a moment to explain our approach versus that of other LMS platforms. So Apple computers made a strategic decision in the early life of the company to build both their hardware and software as one cohesive unit, right? That arguably works better than if you were to source those hardware and software components from third-party vendors. Uh, Savvis made that decision, that same decision early to develop our award-winning content alongside uh, Realize to ensure that the content, the assessments, the reporting, and uh, all everything just flowed together cohesively. Now, with that said, though, uh, you know, publisher LMSs don't have to be entirely closed systems. So a new wave of innovation that's been happening in probably the past five, 10 years is uh, the ability to pair content, so our, our content at Savvis, with other technologies that school districts use via open standards. So think pairing Realize with Google Classroom, with uh, Schoology, with PowerSchool, with Canvas and other popular ed tech platforms. And this really benefits a school so that their K-12 learning content and the reporting and the data all flows uh, throughout their digital ecosystem. So that in that integration piece you're talking about, that seems like a crucial part of the puzzle. So, you know, educators can have sort of a holistic view of all the student data. And that seems like it would really help teachers spot blind spots essentially in their student learning. So as we're recording this, educators and students are entering into a new school year and one that is more back to normal in some regards. How do you think LMS trends have changed? Yeah, so good, great question. And, you know, observing the usage trends during COVID was really a surreal experience to, to sum it up. You know, we, we were in March 2020, you know, we had districts who were large and small who were in contact with us to really expedite their distance learning program to finish a school year, right? You know, if you remember back to 2020, they still had a couple months left uh, to finish. And so this reminded us, right, of the importance of digital solutions and helping facilitate learning and really the advantage of being able to turn on, say, 1 million students in a major metropolitan city versus, say, printing and distributing 100 million textbooks, right? There's just a logistical challenge that would have been associated with that. And so, you know, we're really proud of the work that we did to enable districts and really days and weeks, uh, what at one time would have been months or years, right? So if we also reinforced during the uh, pandemic that a digital solution is really only one part of the puzzle. So teachers continue to play a key role in bringing everything and everyone together for the shared goal. And we've designed uh, our LMS entirely around that, that goal. And so if anything, this reinforced to us that Realize and all the tools that come with it can only get you so far and can ensure success you need to have a true hybrid solution, right? With both the digital tools and the teaching professionals working together. I like how you emphasize that the digital tools are really only one part of the puzzle and that it's really teachers as artists in the classroom that make the magic happen. Uh, what do you think the future holds for the evolving LMS market? Yeah, so we're we're right in the middle of a, of a renaissance, right? And, and the ed tech industry, you know, the past few years have reinforced the, the importance of, of digital, but uh, interoperable solutions, right? And so that said, it's been much more consolidation since COVID. Uh, many companies have uh, have come together to, to create what, what they, they wish to become the EdTech super app. I think that story is still being told, but 
you know, here, here at Savvis, we remain committed to pairing the most innovative technology with our world-class content. I think by doing that, we'll be in a good place. Well, Todd, this, this has been a fun conversation and one I hope we can continue in future podcasts. But thanks so much for your time today. Yeah, thanks, Walter. It was my pleasure. That's all the time we have for today. Many thanks to Todd Kofer for joining us. Be sure to subscribe to the Fresh Ideas for Teaching podcast. Until next time. This Moving Learning Forward series is presented by Savas Learning Company, a next-generation learning company providing award-winning solutions for grades pre-K through 12. Visit savas.com today to request pre-K through 12 curriculum samples for your school or district. And you can keep the conversation going by following us on social media at Savas Learning with hashtag Moving Learning Forward.